say Africa must wake up the sleeping sons of Jacob for what tomorrow may bring may our dynasty on the morning bliss can you tell me young ones who are we today now it's time for our dynasty. We are joined by Nongosi Ukukule to Jitaba, Chairperson of Adamo Holdings and Amanda Omnoto. It's International Africa Week and uh, we are going to be having uh, great discussions with uh, my brother. Thank you very much for joining us, Nongosi. Good morning. Good morning, Manduli and the listeners. And it's nice to be joining you for the first time this this morning, this year. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You've been very, very busy. We know that. So since we came yes. on to this time slot, the morning place, uh, we had you uh, every every Thursday, in fact, on uh, the late night conversations. But yeah, things have changed and we are grateful you are with us. On our dynasty today, uh, you have joined us so that we can look at the International Africa Week. Um, yes. uh, uh, talk to us about the conference that's coming up. Yes, Mantilla, there is a conference uh, that is coming up on the 22nd to the 23rd uh, of uh, May, which is literally in just less than two weeks. Um, this conference is obviously one of, um, it's, a, it's a brainchild of Amanda Omnoto, which has to do with uh, now us focusing on, you know, uh, Pan-Africanism and getting to up our ante when it comes to driving issues economically. As you know, that uh, we always talk about the intra-Africa trade and the sixth region, which is to do with the Africans in the diaspora. We're trying to bring all of those things together. And we have a pan-African discussion uh, that is not just going to end up with us talking, but that will push us to the next frontier in terms of uh, challenging ourselves to work together as Africans to drive issues of uh, socio-economic development, focusing mainly on entrepreneurship and making sure that uh, we really work together uh, to to sort of like elevate levels of economic uh, participation by Africans in Africa and working as well with other regions across the globe. So this is um, what will be happening, and we have our very, very uh, known and very, very exciting lineup of speakers led in the main by Dr. Uma Johnson, uh, who will be arriving on the 21st of uh, of May on Sunday, and then uh, we have a dinner in the evening. But we start exactly our conference on Monday, Tuesday, and and on Wednesday. This uh, Africa International Africa Week um, a conference as well that is coming up sounds like it's going to be a mind blower. Um, I say this not only because of the speakers that you're going to have, but the purpose of it and uh, the key pointers that are going to be covered in it. It is very critical for us to start looking at who we are um, as Africans when it comes to the socioeconomics and, like you're saying, forge partnerships with everyone within the continent and the diaspora. Um, now, why have we dilapidated ourselves to a point where we can't work together as Africans in Africa and the diaspora? What is it that separates us? 
I think I think there's a lot of things that separate us. Remember, again, uh, it's because of that Berlin conference in the main, which we know it's uh, it's it's like an albatross around our neck. Uh, it's a colonial past that we've heard, and which unfortunately continues in our psyche, which uh, sometimes results into what is called Afrophobia, where we are easy at really not, uh, you know, at working with other people, other races of other countries and continents, and not with ourselves as Africans. It's, it's, it's always been a, a challenge to, to, to really work. Look at, look at how we, we are trading at the moment uh, among ourselves um, as Africans. It's 55 or 54 countries. It's very low. Uh, we are sitting literally at the uh, average of 17% in terms of the trade that happens uh, among ourselves. And yet when we look at other continents, whether other regions, whether Americas, whether Asia, they are really sitting at 60%, 70%, which means there's a lot of working together, which helps, therefore, to up the, the levels of economic activity and really wipes out a lot of unemployment as well as poverty. Uh, you look at China as an example in the Asian region, which has uplifted over 800, over 700 million people out of poverty in 30 years. Again, and it, it, it's, a, it's a multiplicity of things. It's a combination of different strategies besides China's economic uh, policies and how they're driving their economy. But look at it, it's the regional issue. It's how they decide to trade with and amongst the other countries who are in the same region. And this is this is what has been a problem with us as, as Africa, um, that we are not really encouraging ourselves to do that. But I think, thank, thankfully, the AU, with the agenda that is on on on, on it's of like a twenty sixty three, as well as everything else that has to do with what has recently been published and pushed through, like the African continental trade area, it's things like those that we now need to start focusing on and say, how do we? Turn those, uh, you know, visions into practical stuff, and and it's us who are going to drive that and make sure that we really start dealing with these things ourselves and not wait uh, for government as we normally do or wait for other people, um, you know, to help us in our situations. We are the ones now that we need. We've been waiting for a minute to drive our own agenda as Africans. So essentially. It is, it is a lot of things. It's colonial past, but it's even our, our prevailing attitudes towards each other, which we need to get rid of and really be open. You know, if you go to uh, Zimbabwe here next door, opportunities abound. You go to Ivory Coast. Remember, Manduli, when we're dealing with the doctor with the sheer butter. Okay, uh, um, um, I'm so sorry. I'd like us to just hold it a bit, just a bit. I'm being yeah. counted down. Let's go to a break and then we'll come back and then you'll remind us of the Shea Butter uh, story from Dr. Fagute. I say, I say, Africa must wake up, the sleeping sons of Jacob, for what tomorrow may bring. May Our dynasty on the morning bliss. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? 
We are in conversation with Gugule Tuji Kaba, chairperson of Adamo Holdings and Amantha Omnoto, talking about a very exciting conference that's going to be taking place from the 22nd up until the 23rd of May uh, the, for the International Africa Week. Nongosi, um, before we went to the break, you were telling us about uh, collaborations amongst African people that are, have already started um, and are making sense um, and they're also making uh, money uh, for us. Go ahead. Indeed. I was just mis- making mention of uh, Dr. Fagut, as if you remember, uh, uh, venture uh, together with the husband of the, of the sheer butter, which is not grown in South Africa, the Southern Africa. And uh, remember, Africa has, has a long history of trade, Manduli, dating back to ancient times. It's not like we are new in this game, but what we need is just to encourage one another to deal with issues of uh, how do we trade even ourselves among uh, among ourselves with the commodities like minerals, salt, ivory, and I mean clothes, uh, metal goods, and you know the textiles, the apparels, and the machinery. There is a lot of development that needs to to happen in other African countries where for where in for instance. You know, us as Africa, we are kind of very advanced with our infrastructure, both telecommunications, in uh, legal systems, uh, in, in, in sort of like industrialization. But if you, if you go to just here in DRC, the, the same models that we have in terms of your spatial economic zone, for instance, it's here in the DRC. They've kind of like um, copied, if you want, or lent and benchmarked with what South Africa has done, there was there are good things that you'd find each country is good at in terms of comparative advantage and its own sort of like economic outlook. And they would need to have South Africans, for instance, working with them uh, to develop their own economy through the same type of uh, systems and models that we have here. So these are all the things that when we are going to be gathering, we'll be looking at. And, and, and really seeing how do we boost uh, growth and, and really reduce this unemployment in the entire African continent and tap into international trade as well, global value chains, and, and, and ensure that even our trading partners like Europe, which still are biggest, as well as Asia and China in particular, they are there to say how do we tap into that, not just as, a, as playing a second fiddle, but as people who are you know, equal partners on the table and discussing a trade and how do we move. So we'll be discussing all of those things and, and to drive uh, our economic uh, development as Africans. We've got a voice note from an A-team. Let's go to it. Good morning, good morning, Mantoli. It's Ray, the truck driver. Mantoli, uh, can you ask your guest for me? As a young South African truck driver, you see, there's people fighting, fighting other truck drivers from other countries. And for myself, on my side, I have got more than five or six passports that, uh, you know, gets full and then I have to renew. It's costing me money. Why don't we have a, an African passport whereby as truck drivers, we can just cross the border and they can recognize the passport? Can you ask the guests? Because we can't go to the seminars and these meetings that they have. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good morning, uh, Freddie. Um, Freddie is asking there around uh, a passport, one passport for truck drivers. Um, 
do you see a possibility of that happening? I mean, I know there was a time, and there's, there's still a lot of leaders who speak about this, um, trying to get uh, one currency for the continent, um, borders that don't require visas for those within the continent. Is there a possibility of us ever seeing such? Yeah, I think we are, we are, we are getting there, Manduli. If I recall very well, there was the, the, this issue of one passport that was launched, and uh, there are countries now that uh, do not require visas to travel, as, uh, for instance, to other regions like from South Africa to Kenya. There is a lot of work that I think regions are doing, a, work, a lot of work that is done behind the scenes with the African Union from country to country to try and harmonize uh, the way Africans uh, you know, should have kind of like start having free movement in the continent. It's, we're still a long way to, to go to get there, but these are things which are the sort of like steps that I believe they are taking. I mean, you know, when you're in Europe, you don't need a passport. You drive through the entire Europe without a problem. That is what, that's the work of the European Union, which they achieved, uh, even to an extent of having one currency, which is the euro. Uh, again, the euro, it's it, it just recently been launched, if you want, in the sense of it's not been there 50 years ago. So when it comes to even these uh, issues of Africa um, and how we need to move forward, we are 60 years, by the way, this year, as, uh, uh, as OAU, you know, remember, but 20 years when we changed to African Union. So basically from 1963 to 23, it's a 60-year anniversary, which I hope that there is uh, progress made, but there is a lot of progress that needs to be made to cover the issues that Freddie is talking about, of the free movement of people uh, crossing from one country to the other. But obviously we, we know the problems of uh, political instability in other countries and how they run their affairs, which needs to be sorted. These are striking issues which are, are there politically and that needs to be dealt with for us to reach to that level where it's easier for Africans to move across the, the region. Now, when you are saying we need to refocus ourselves towards a new Africa, how do we start that process of refocusing? I know the platform of this uh, uh, um, a conference that is coming up on the 22nd to the 23rd of May is uh, set to help us. But what is it that we should be doing in our own uh, little uh, pockets? Yeah, I think refocusing mostly has to do first with uh, uh, changing our mindsets uh, because this is why we've got this lineup of speakers. For instance, Dr. Uma was very known for really being a, a, a Pan-African of note. And if you look at the lineup of the speakers that we have, uh, we've got Professor Spaman Razondi, who uh, is at UJ and is a, is a great thought leader who deals very much with issues of Africans and how Africans can move forward. Uh, Dr. Ya Sintewa Achinkiti, uh, again, from the, uh, uh, the advocacy and education point of view, just that lineup of speakers, as, uh, as well as uh, uh, our brother from Zimbabwe, Rutendo, Matinyarare, and, and many others who are going to be talking about how do we shift our mindset, challenging ourselves to do better, to be better. Uh, if, if, if our mind is well um, empowered, 
with how, as Africans, we ought to move forward. It becomes easy for all these other things that uh, are, for instance, contained in the Inter-Africa Trade Agenda and, and the pact that has been signed by literally all countries, I think, except for Eritrea at the moment. And it's easier than to look at issues like the tariff book, which I think was discussed during the fifth SA investment conference in Sentin by Wamgelegile to say we have lots of commodities and things that we need to start off with so that we start doing trade um, and upping our trade levels and engaging as people because these trades are not just going to happen in the, in the air. It's people that drive this themselves. They must be able to be visiting each other, moving uh, across the continent supporting each other and, and, and setting up factories and industries in, in the other countries, uh, doing partnerships. So these are things that, uh, Manduli, we will be focusing on and that needs to be dealt with practically. But most importantly, which is, which is what is my gripe all the time, is we have black Africans traveling a lot in their continent, because that's not what's happening. I always say you've got millionaires don't have a passport to go to Eswatini here or to Zimbabwe, but they are just contained and domesticated. We need to sort of like kick ourselves at the back and say, here is the beautiful continent of ours. Let's engage it. Let's engage it. Your speaker's list is one that is quite interesting. Um, You will be in touch with us again so that we can go through the profiles of these various speakers uh, because all of them are just so powerful. Uh, Mama Shantu Achengiti, I love her. Dr. Uma Johnson, uh, all the way from the United States. It's going to be a pan-African one. Thank you so very much, uh, Nongosi, for joining us this morning. Please also give us contact details where we can follow up on this uh, particular event and conference. Thanks so much, Manjuli. They can obviously go to our Amanda Mother page, but there is as well International Africa Week uh, you know, uh, page where they can go to, which is the website, International Africa Week. I think that's the But importantly, they can WhatsApp our sister, who is uh, 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 the president of African Business Leaders Forum, which is working in partnership with Amanda Mato, Zanel and Bully, on the number 082 Just 350 to get in, and people can enjoy the two day full text conference at Grace Bible Church as well as uh, the UJ 22nd and 23rd of May. Excellent. Thank you so very much, Nongos. Thank you, Mentor.